everybody and welcome to the Filipino Free Thinkers Podcast. Let's call the meetup. I am Red and I'm joined today by Teresa Herrera. Hi, welcome. Hi Red, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming and before anything else, like this show is going to be about mental health. It's going to talk about sensitive issues like suicide. Uh, I think we, we should mention it. We'll mention mm-hmm. it as well at the end of the show. If you are having those kinds of thoughts related to suicide or depression, there's a hope line. We're flashing the details on the screen. It's 804-HOPE. That's 4673 and 0917-558-HOPE. 4673-2919 on Globe and TM. That's toll-free. So yeah, consider contacting those numbers. They're free. And yeah, the details are also in the description. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about every brilliant thing. So how yes. did you yeah, come across this production? So I came across the script two years ago. Um, I had heard about it and I bought the play and actually read it. And it's one of those things that I couldn't stop thinking about it for weeks. You know, of course I was laughing and crying as I was reading it and I was visualizing how this show would be staged. Um, Not that I'm a director or anything, I'm not. I'm just like seeing the storytelling aspect of it and I thought, wow, if ever I get this opportunity, this would be a really interesting project to do. So, and this was like two years ago. And then I I had a few conversations with some director friends here who are in theater and a couple of producers. And then I came across uh, Toph Devanesha and I sent him a message and I said, hey, have you ever heard of this play? I think it might suit your your uh, production company um, sandbox collective because they do more like smaller thought-provoking you know groundbreaking productions that you don't normally see it's not the normal theater yeah and so he goes okay and he was out of town i messaged him on facebook he was out of town he messaged me back uh what play is it i said every brilliant thing by duncan mcmillan and he goes oh my goodness he goes actually we shortlisted this play for yeah. 2018 yeah. but we went ahead and went with lungs yeah. which they produced um starring jake cuenca and san jose yeah. last year which is also beautiful and amazing and then um yeah so every brilliant thing didn't make it i said okay well when you get back let's just have a conversation let's sit down and let's talk about it if it's something you're interested in this would be something I'm very interested in doing. Great. That, that, so, yeah. yeah, one conversation led to another, led to, okay, let's, which director do you think would be great at it? Jenny Hamara. Okay, we invited Jenny to a meeting, and it's just kind of like, it just started gelling and started taking its own energy. And, you know, I'm one of those people that I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything happens for a reason. And when you have that energy coming together, go with it. Yeah. You run with it. So it was one of those. So, this was uh, 2014, I think, when it first came out, and it's yeah. been it's been going around the world. You know, sold yes. out performances everywhere, even in this in the country. I think, like before we get into anything else, I want you to check out the page Sun, Sundance. Is it like uh, I sorry? Um, the Sandbox. Sandbox. Co- yeah. yeah. The Sandbox Collective. Sandbox, Sandbox Collective. Check out their shows because these sell out really fast. Like mm-hmm. I, I almost did not get my tickets for it, but thankfully I did. But check check it out. Check out the details. We'll flash it on the screen. It's on the description as well. So get a ticket before it's sold out again. Yes. Right? yes. Okay. So let's get into it. What, what is this about? What makes this story unique? Like tell us about the story a bit without spoiling too much. Okay. So first and foremost, the story is beautiful. 
It's a story about a young girl who creates a list of every brilliant thing there is about life and about the world and about living. And she presents it to her mom every time her mom comes back from the hospital from attempting to commit suicide. So in a way, it's a beautiful chronicle of small joys that we sometimes take for granted or we overlook in our day-to-day lives. Something is sunlight and chocolate and juice, but you know, and this character spans from seven years old to about 35 years old. So you see her grow in these different stages of life. Yeah, that's great. So it's kind of like a gratitude journal, right? Yeah, in a way. Like a living, because as this person grows older. Yeah, you continue with a list. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very, it's a very heavy topic, but you make it humorous and inspiring and heartfelt as well. Yes. And the structure is very unique. Tell us a bit about the the uniqueness of, like you you said earlier that you want to do these projects that are not the usual theater. Yes. So what makes this different (laughs) from the usual theater and what makes it fun for audiences? I think at around 32 or 33, I decided I only wanted to become involved in projects that I truly believe in and tell stories with a heart and soul. Okay, so with that, I said no to a lot of things. But with this one, it's so unique because number one, Duncan McMillan is an incredible writer. And he co-wrote this play with Johnny Donahoe. And he came up with a lot of the humorous and comedic elements that this, and the improv elements of this show. Now the format of the show is, it's theater in the round, which means um, the performer standing in the middle and the audience is surrounding you. 360 degrees. So that in itself, like for me, I loved, I teach yoga in a circle. I got married in a circle. So for me, I like that kind of energy of being enclosed because I feel a lot of love in that space. Um, Now, going back to the story and how it's told, look at it this way. You know, back in our primal tribal days when people sat around a campfire and told a story. Yeah. We're going back to those old storytelling. It's really simple storytelling. You know, we have a very simple setup, not too many props, not too many things. It feels very intimate. The lights are on. People could see and look at each other. And that's what the writer wanted. You know, it's kind of a metaphor for life. He wanted the subject of mental health to be discussed openly. Yeah. And authentically and honestly with each other and this play kind of gives lends that platform so it i don't know if if i'll call this a one person show like a one man one woman performance because everyone is involved like yes. is, it, is it too much of a spoiler to tell the to tell people that they could potentially be <laughs> you can potentially of, be yeah. involved you can poten- um, yeah. yeah it's a one woman interactive show yeah. where i help <clears throat> cast audience members to help me tell the story yeah and so far so good it's been amazing yeah like when people really you give them that space and people step into that into that space and they come into their own power and they even go further and they have a monologue and i'm like okay sure (laughs) you know it's great and i i have friends who've seen this several (laughs) times already because every time they watch it it's a different show for them yes right and and i would watch this another time maybe just focusing on the reactions of the audience to everything that's happening because again you can see you can see everyone it's a very intimate thing and i think as um, a lot of people there are as much a part of the the story as you are right yeah 
There's definitely an audience investment and engagement, you know, because not only are they going to be saying parts of the list, but they could potentially be my dad or yeah. my husband or, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's really interesting that way. So Duncan Macmillan, the, yes. the, the playwright, like he said in an interview that theater at its best is an intervention. Yeah. Yes. So what do you think about that? About the role that art plays in talking about difficult things like mental health, like depression, like suicide? I believe that's our role. Yeah. You know, I believe art, whether it's visual, performing, you know, um, painting, sculpture, anything. I believe that art is there to kind of highlight life, you know, create a heightened sense of awareness. And theater does a very good job of that due to its format. Um, I think Duncan McMillan relates this format to more like a Brechtian theater, yeah. which is more like really engaging the audience, but also allowing the audience to think for themselves and create their own action after they watch the play. Yeah. You know, which is what really good stories do. Whether you watch a good movie or a television or theater, you come out of there thinking, okay, I'm going to make different choices now. Yeah. I'm going to have a different point of view about life because I saw this. Yeah, and uh, like you mentioned, sparking conversation, sparking thought. Yeah. After these things, you have a sort of discussion yes. on, the, on the issues raised by the, by the performance. Yes, so after every show, we have a talk back session, yeah. which is formatted to run about 20 to 30 minutes post-show. Um, of course, there's a five-minute break after the show and then yeah. before the talk backs start. And usually the talk backs, we have it's hosted by normally um, Kaki Teodoro, our associate producer, and also the alternate yeah. performing in um, Every Brilliant Thing, Toph de Venetia, the artistic director, and also our director, Jenny Hamara. They're usually heavily involved in the talkback, as well as a mental health professional. Because we wanted to make sure that after every show, whether you come into this show having some mental health challenges, or you know someone that has we want you to come out of there with some answers and some tools. And if you have any questions for yourself, this would be a safe space to do it in. So what are some common misconceptions <laughs> that people who come into this and then they come out and then they realize, ah, like I, I didn't know that was the truth about, about, the, about people who have this condition. So what are some common, you know, like that, that adds to the stigma? Like I know, for example, that Sometimes people see mental health conditions as different or separate from other physical conditions. Like, yeah. like <clears throat> you don't tell someone who like has a sprain or broke a broken arm that just get over it. You know, just just cheer up, just get up, like, exactly. just walk it off. You don't you don't say that. You tell them to go to the hospital, yes. get the proper assistance, right? But why is it different when it comes to mental health? So that's one. Correct. Thing. Well, having a mental health professional there, yeah. like we've had a neuroscientist, we've had psychologists, psychiatrists there. Um, so we have a science background yeah. as well, because we yeah. can't just say out of opinion. I'm yeah. not a doctor, yeah. you know. I'm I'm a performer, yeah. and I'm relating from a from a character point of view. But then they step in and say, okay, based on research, based on what we're finding, yeah. it's A, B, C, or the or if you're not the one going through a mental health challenge, yeah. and you're a caretaker of one, they give you tools for that as well, because yeah. mental health affects everyone this yeah. issue is affecting everyone and to think that you're not going to be affected would be very um misguided maybe or? misguided or naive yes you know because this issue is here 
It's here to stay. So what can we do and how can we move forward responsibly and authentically? You yeah. know, which is what we want to do. We want to help people and provide tools for people and open up the conversation and take out the stigma. So what's the feedback like? Have you, have you done that? Have you done what you've set out to do, which is to address this issue, to spark conversation? So, so what have the responses been like? What, what stories have people told you about, you know, what they've done after this show? Yeah, well, first of all, it's incredible. The talkback is lasting just as long as the show. Wow. So it's lasting about an hour after, depending on how much people want to share. Yeah. Now, I can't really share people's stories. Yeah, they yeah. have to be, we create that safe space so that people can go there and share and ask questions. Yeah. But one of the most interesting talkbacks that we've had was one of the shows was all, was bought by show buyer and it was all teachers, Department of Education teachers yeah. from Antipolo. And they were asking really intelligent questions about, okay, um, we see this all the time as teachers. Now, what can we do about it? We can only do so much before we have to ask the parents for consent yeah. or, you know, they're asking really intelligent action ideas yeah. or tools or programs that be, can be implemented. That to me was a very meaningful show because we just had an audience of 140 people who are now going to go help and teach yeah. in their own classes. So it makes you want to act. You want to, it, wants, it makes you want to take action to actually yeah. help people. It's, it's that kind of play, which yeah. is why I, I really think people should watch this. Or even just open up the conversation in your own home, yeah. in your own community, yeah. in your own office. It's okay to talk about it. In your own context, you know, like mental health issues will be different. <laughs> Speaking of contexts, you, you brought it here from, from abroad, of course. And the original actor was, was, was a man. Yes. Right? Johnny Donahoe. And, and I read somewhere that, that one of the reasons that you chose to cast a woman in this is you were inspired by the people who fought for mental health. You know, people Absolutely. like Lisa you know, mm -hmm. the advocates and the other legislators. Absolutely. So, so how, how much of a challenge was it? <laughs> like doing this gender swap, you know, like from man to woman, like, do you think there, there was a, there, there was a special consideration there or was it? You not, know, really. So, not really. I, at least for me, there wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was just a creative direction that the producer chose to do, a, you know, they wanted to go with a female performer and yeah. a female director. And I think of all, a lot of people on our team are female. That's great. Um, because it is being powered, like the Mental Health yeah, Act yeah. was a primarily women team that pushed that act forward. And thank you so much for that, because now a lot of people will get help. And uh, was there something special that you considered for the Filipino audience? Like maybe there are other, you know, like sensibilities that weren't there in the original script. Like, did you have any sort of considerations bringing it to the Philippines? Um, well, the director, Jenny Hamora, chose to, um, how do you say, she, she wasn't really too sensitive about, oh, let's yeah. localize it, yeah, okay. you know, because she knows that my background is both Filipino and American because yeah. I grew up in the States. She localized it in the sense of as close to your experience and what you can relate to as possible, which gave me the freedom as an actor yeah. to create those memories in my mind, mm. you know, so I didn't really have to. Okay, um, even the songs 
that we played that are played there, yeah. we actually stuck to the, a lot of the original songs because they were jazz. Yeah, and yeah. jazz is very representative of mental health issues. A lot of people committed suicide in that space. So a lot of it's already, um, and, ja and music in general, in films and television and theater, yeah. creates the emotional mood yeah. of, of a show. You know, so we wanted to stick to as much as originality as possible. It's just that we sw swapped it, and for me, it wasn't it wasn't a big issue at okay. all. So speak like I, I like that because it <laughs> shows that we have shared you know experiences anywhere in the world. Yeah. You know, people get sad, people are happy about exactly. things, people take for granted the little things, and that's exactly. an experience that we share everywhere, right? It's a human experience, whether yeah. you're a man, woman, old, young, child, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. It can happen to anyone, and right? You could be rich, you could be poor, it doesn't matter. Yeah, see, that's one of the misconceptions, right? Yeah. Like, people have so many misconceptions, like, if, like people who get depressed, who, who attempt to hurt themselves, like, they have a certain template stereotype but no, it can happen to anyone. It and this is one of the messages of, of, of this show. So speaking of change, how have you changed coming into this? You know, before, before you did this and then doing it so many sold out shows, like how has this changed you? You know, the, re the response of, of the audience there, you know, what you've learned after these talkbacks? Um, I think the whole journey, starting from the readings to the preparation to the rehearsals, it's just being allowing myself to be more to be more vulnerable yeah. as an artist, as a performer. Really stripping down the masks and getting rid of those I don't know the, those blocks that just keep us from things. You know, whether in performing or in life, and just really dropping that. I think yeah. that's one of the biggest lessons for me is just yeah. being more vulnerable in order to access her. Yeah. her life and her authenticity and her story yeah. you know yeah i agree i agree and that vulnerability like you you acknowledge that in the even in the unique format where yeah. it's communal like this is not something you can deal with alone you yeah. need you need a community yeah you know like no one can go at this it's very hard to do yeah. things alone and asking for help from others yeah. just from one person is already a big step right? yeah i'm getting like emotional thinking about it because it's like when I'm performing and I'm looking at the audience, because I have to look at the audience members, right? So, and I see people tearing and I see people or holding back yeah. the tears. Or sometimes I, I look at people like not even looking at me yeah. and I'm thinking, oh, maybe they're not liking the show. But then afterwards at the talk back, they're the ones who have the most questions. You know, so I, zero judgment, yeah. zero judgment. I have, I'm in no position to, you know, no. I just look at people and take what energy they give me and I give that back and yeah. I see the love, I see the support, I see the pain, I see I see it all. Like people's eyes are amazing. Yeah. So in a few days I will be watching you. This. You I, could I, be. I will, I will anticipate <laughs> crying myself. I know I know myself. I think it's it's going to be an emotional one. I'm so excited to watch you. Thank you for doing this for bringing this show Thank to you. the Philippines. Thank you for being on this podcast. Thank you for well. having me. And yeah, that with that uh, again, these are the, the numbers that you should call if you have uh, thoughts about depression, mental health, suicide and all that. There are numbers. There are people that you can talk to. These are 24-7 hotlines, these yes. hotlines. Uh, they're in the description as well. 
please like, share, and subscribe. This will be on Spotify, on iTunes as oh, wow, well. Oh, cool. Uh, YouTube and, and Facebook. So thank you. Any other things that you'd like to tell our audience and your potential audiences before um, we end the show? <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for having me. I love this group, Filipino Free Thinkers. I thank love you. this guy. Thank you. Hank Tin. <laughs> um, they're doing such a great service to our community. And uh, yeah, if you get a chance, do come and join us on the show. Um, it's a possible extension, so do tune in. Um, just check out at the Sandbox Co on Instagram, or you can also I make announcement on my Instagram at love.teresaherrera. And thank you. See you next week. <laughs>